0: All right, guys, I need to tell you about our sponsor for this week's episode of conversations. It's Riverside. I've used Riverside since the company started. Riverside is an easy recording platform that you'd be able to send a link to your guests, maybe your co-hosts. It doesn't matter. You can send them the easy link. People can sit in on the audience. You'll be able to record up to 4K, which is super helpful. In 2024, we need to have the best recordings possible for our podcast listeners and this is how you do it. Riverside makes short form clips called Magic Clips. It's incredible. You can do audience recordings, like I said. You can do broadcast recordings and stream on different platforms. Again, as transcriptions, you can edit right from their platform. I've used it for more than four years and I believe it is your time. If you're looking to start a podcast, if you have a podcast, maybe you're sick of other different video recording platforms, I would truly recommend listening and participating in Riverside. they gave me a 15% off code for each one of you. So you can go to the link in the description and you will be able to get 15% off your subscription. So go right now and start your podcast, start your YouTube channel this year. Thank you so much. So are you, Are here's here's a big question. Are you particular on your water? So there's obviously like, are you anti like tap water? Are you only spring water or do you not that that tied into it?
1: I'm not that tied into it. Um, yeah, I'm not that tied into it. I, I, what, whatever water presents itself to me, I'll, I'll yeah. be fine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I know
0: that. And the new thing now is uh, hydrogen water. Uh, yeah. Gary Brecka, he's got me. I'm like, did I gotta buy? I gotta buy a hydrogen like water exactly. machine. I bought exactly. It. I'm being influenced. It is what it is.
1: Spring water is fine. I I I would prefer like not like filtered water because yeah. then you don't get the minerals that you need. Right. Um, but like spring water is fine.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, hydration. It is what it is. Well, exactly. Well, everybody drink spring water, drink yes. hydrogen water via yes. Grey Brecca. This is yes. Kilton. Anybody listening to this, welcome to Conversations. I'm super excited to jump in. This is Kilton. Yeah. Kilton, why don't you just share a little bit about who you are? Maybe sure. uh, just a recap of, uh, yeah, uh, who's Kilton?
1: Yes. No, for sure. I'd love to. Um, so yeah, i born and raised in Miami. Uh, mm-hmm. Best city in the world. Don't think I'll ever leave. Um, but I am an associate pastor here um, at a church called Good Life Church. Um, we launched, um, I, I I fight with my pastor on this all the time. I say we launched 2020. He says we launched 2019. We launched 2019. It was, it was like a small group of us in his living room. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And when we got uh, a building, we kind of did like a, another relaunching, if you will, um, in 2020 of October, which was mm-hmm. amazing. Um, so, yeah, I've been some, um, some years doing that. Um, I'm also into content creating, so love doing that. And I as well, um, work with an organization called first priority. Um, I think I was talking to you, um, about this, but, um, basically just resource students in middle schools and high schools to have Bible clubs, um, in their schools. So resource them with like curriculum guides, pizza, Bibles. All that stuff. Um, so, yeah.
0: That's so It's a cool. great life.
1: Yeah. I, I'm also married. I'm also Let's married. Go.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Important. Important to say. Most importantly, um, yes. Yes, exactly. I'm also married. Um, um, what was that? Two weeks ago? What, what date is today's like the 24th. Um, 25th, yeah. 25th. Um, yeah. So, um, the 12th of January, we made one year. So that's super cool. So newly married, the holidays, um, this past holidays was my first holidays married. So that was Mm -hmm. fun going, you know, splitting up the families and, and all of that. It was incredible.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's real. It gets fun. Cause you, you don't, you don't have to go to as many and it's like, dude, I got my own family now. Like I get it. I love you. We're doing our thing here, bro. Yeah. Exactly. And there's them. a lot of them. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. 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 The holiday season. It's like 37 different Christmases. <laughs> and you get the exactly. same the same card from the right. 14 different grandmas. All get you the same twenty dollar gift card, and you're like, I'll, yes. I'll go to I'll go to a dinner party for that.
1: One hundred percent, and you love it, and yeah, it's yes. it's amazing. It's amazing. Yes. So yeah, adulting that. has been fun.
0: Yes, it's the best. We'll talk to me. <laughs> I, I, I'm interested to really dive into the the three kind of buckets you just said. So yeah, you you're a part of a church plant, you're yeah. an associate pastor, content creation, you're working yeah. with students and yeah, really a mission oriented bigger than uh just one local church. Like how do you one, where did all where did all those passions start? Because obviously <laughs> oh your yeah. i mean, your story started somewhere. And For then sure. it turned into like, man, I feel called to do this. Like, what? what talk to me about the beginning phases of the yeah. discovery phase of that.
1: For sure. Okay, so um, when I was probably in middle school, um, are you familiar with, you're, you're familiar with TBN, Trinity Broadcasting yes. Network? Yeah. Okay, cool. So when I was about in middle school, um, um, it was the summer and my mom was watching TBN and there was a pastor preaching and praying for the students that were going into the next school year. And my mom called me and my brother up and I heard this dude talk about the gospel, young dude, cool dude. And the way he prayed and how on fire he was for Jesus, I thought it was amazing. I thought it was just super cool. And so I Googled him afterwards and realized he's a part of a church in Miami. So I was like, I got to go to this church because this dude is so cool. It was Rich Wilkerson Jr. And nice. so um, and so I um, his dad's church is called Trinity Church. And so mm-hmm. um begged my mom to go to their young adult service. Um, mm-hmm. It was Tuesday nights called The Rendezvous and yep. fell in love with it. I was like, this is amazing. I walked in. It was my first time. I I grew up going to more conservative churches. So it was my mm-hmm. first time going to like a mega church, and, yeah. and walking in and like the lights are dim and there's like fog on stage. So, yeah. like, well, what is this? This is crazy! And Not all sure. these young people who just like love the Lord, and I was like, this feels like it's from another world. Like I don't like this is this is wild. This is crazy. Mm-hmm. And so since then would um beg my mom to go on and off to like that young adult service. I remember a year maybe in high school it was my birthday and my mom's and it fell on tuesday night and my mom's like what do you want to do I'm like i want to go to the rendezvous like i want to go to church like it I was just that. it was just a place to be um fell in love with it my faith just grew so much going um to those services and when i graduated high school um i planned to start going to trinity church on my own um mm-hmm. did that met a friend who was a part of the youth program um and so i didn't really know much people so i was like you know what i'm gonna be a part of the youth program too and yeah. i just like i was just one of those people um you probably have those people in your church that like they joined the youth ministry and they just never left
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I, that was just me i just For sure. i joined i joined the youth ministry and i just never left um and they um and being a part of that world was just so new to me. I didn't even know people like worked at churches. Like that was mm-hmm. like new, like I didn't know that was a thing. I remember going for in sure. and someone was like, Oh yeah, I was in the office today. And I was like, What? There's people work here? Stop. This that's crazy. <laughs> um, yeah. and so and so um when I started going, got offered a job um there in their uh summer program for kids, did that for three years. Um after the summer, I I was a part of the school year. They have a school there. Worked that for three years after the third year, got called um, upstairs by the pastors. They wanted me to be a part of the um, youth ministry as the associate youth pastor. Um, okay. And so I did that while in that mix, um, joined their um, college program, which they they had an extension site of Southeastern University. Did that um, during that process, just like felt the call towards ministry, um, my heart just like fell in love with what I was doing, just like ministry. And I was just like, I just want to do this for the rest of my life. Um, Mm -hmm. and so yeah, did that, um, was the associate youth pastor and then, and then the youth pastor, um, resigned and I became the youth director. Um, and then after becoming the youth director, um, um, the associate pastor of the church God put it on his heart to start a church and um I was really close with the family prayed through it and that's kind of where the whole church planning came into be but um yeah in a nutshell that's like my ministry history yeah falling in love with it all of that
0: dude I love that so much yeah I'm super similar so I got saved when I was 15 no concept of church at all I was (laughs) I was I was the kid getting in trouble in church. Youth pastor pulled me aside, like, dude, you need to be quiet. Kids are being <laughs> distracted. And I I just slowly but surely got super passionate about building the church. I, I was yeah. like, people can, you can get paid to literally build the church or crazy. And, not, and sometimes not even get paid and still be right. passionate. Yes. And you're in a 40 hour position and you ain't getting paid, but it's so, so worth it and so, so fun. So fulfilling. Oh, yes. I love that. So, talk to me about that, that, that initial church planning like phase, because I, I've, my wife and I've been a part of church plants. I've been a part of two. Uh, and those seasons, when I look back Mm -hmm. on it, one were my absolute favorite part of my life yeah seeing, seeing the body of Christ come together, super Mm -hmm. passionate, a lot of, a lot of time and commitment put into it, but also very much so a tough season, a tired, tired. And and yeah. it, yes, it is worth it. So, yeah. talk to me about that that phase, anyways, yeah. of the church plant.
1: For sure, yeah. It was. I mean, it was a very peculiar phase. Um, so, um, my now senior pastor, his wife, um, was battling cancer while we were both still working at Trinity Church, and wow. um, we were kind of just praying through that, believing through that, just really believing full of faith that like God's going to heal her and we're going to launch this church off of this crazy miracle and people from all over is just going to hear this crazy miracle. And yeah, it's just going to, you know, all be for the glory of God. And so we're just believing that praying for that. And late, um, 2019, she ended up passing. Mm -hmm. And so that was just like, I mean, I don't know if you've ever just experienced the feeling of like really, really believing in something and feeling like something was going to happen and then it doesn't and then you just you have this like almost spiritual disappointment of just like wait a minute god i thought you were going to do this i thought this is what it was going to look like and so um that grieving process was super hard um and obviously we just kind of went back to the drawing board of like okay are we hearing from the lord is he really telling us to start a church with all of this. And so um that was super, super difficult. Um, a lot of nights like in my pastor's mm-hmm. living room, just like crying out to the Lord. Like mm-hmm. we, 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 we like laugh about um those seasons and just remember like nights of of a few of us just like at his house worshiping. And we would like stop worshiping and there was just puddles of tears like on mm-hmm. the ground because of just like um uh, how hard we were just going after the Lord, um, through that season. So yeah, grieving season. But after that, just through confirmation, um, just felt like the Lord was still calling us to do this. And so we're like, Mm -hmm. okay, um, did that. And it's, it's super interesting because we felt like, okay, we're going to launch this church off of this miracle of healing. But the story has really been like provision, like, Mm -hmm not knowing what's going to happen and the Lord just like providing and being with us every step of the way um yeah. to like the story about us getting our building and the equipment and people coming musicians like it's just it was just all like we couldn't write a better story um the Lord right. just like provided everything that we needed um mm-hmm. so yeah it was it was a hard season um uh, i think also um on me it was definitely a season of like understanding calling and mm-hmm. i say that because um usually you know church plants you're you're working you know bivocational and you're working another job and you know right. doing all that so i'm 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 in that in the process of that and um i just remember feeling like man, you know, uh, got my degree with Southeastern South University Ministerial Leadership. Uh, I go. you know, know that I'm called to the local church. And so I had this, this moment of like, okay, I'm called to the local church, but I'm working this other job. Um, and here in this church plant, you know, not knowing what the Lord's going to do. And I really wrestled with the idea of like, working another job that wasn't <laughs> in the church
0: and I church. really wrestled yeah. with it.
1: And it was, and it was hard because I felt like, well, if I'm not working a job in the church, then am I missing out on my calling? Am I, am I not fulfilling my calling? And I remember a moment uh, of, and this, this really brought a lot of stress on me. Like, I remember the first time I'm not someone who like grew up de- dealing with like anxiety. And I remember for the first time me feeling anxiety of me yeah. feeling like like my heart's racing, I can't eat, me feeling like, I'm, I don't know if I'm missing something, if I'm not going to walk into everything God has for me. And that, like, it took a toll on me. And I remember mm-hmm. I'm working this job. I was like a front desk uh, associate um, at this hotel. And I'm working this job and there was, I'm doing overnights as well. So that's just like a whole nother story. Oh, yeah. But um, I know. And so I'm working this job and there was this, um, there was the valet dude. And it was, it would just be like me and him um, at night because it's overnight. So a lot of people weren't going in. And, um, and I would talk to him about Jesus. And he was kind of one of those dudes that just believed in a lot of like, crazy um, conspiracy Mm -hmm. theories, things like that. He would talk to me about aliens, like crazy, like just crazy stuff. And I remember there were like days where I would just like try to like get the gospel to him, like talk to him about Jesus and it just wasn't going. And I remember Mm -hmm. talking to the Lord, like talking, talking to God and just being like, Hey God, like I tried, I'm done though. Like I'm done. This dude is just like, it's, it's a lot. Like I'm, I'm done. Like I, I tried and I'm done. (laughs) And right. I never like, telling God that I give up. Yeah, I give up. And I remember the next day, um, 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 I'm talking to this dude. He, this dude, comes into work. He's like, he looks like he had he hadn't slept the whole day, and 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 he's talking to me about all of these conspiracy theories and all of these different things. And like, it was to the point where like I could tell like he was getting anxious. And so I I talk to him and I go, dude, what if I tell you? I believed everything you told me right now. I believed everything you said. I said, what if I believed it all and I got in my car and I drove home and while I was driving home, I got into an accident and I died. I told him, what benefit would what you just told me be to my life? What if I just died right now? Would would that be beneficial to my life at all? And he kind of just stopped and he was like, well, you know, I guess not. And I was like, Well, the message I'm telling you is beneficial. If you got in your car right now and died because you got into a car accident, the message I'm giving you would be beneficial because life doesn't stop here. There's an eternity waiting for us. And he just, for the first time, he stopped and he listened to me. And I remember talking to him and and I'm giving him the whole gospel presentation and this dude starts crying. Mm -hmm. And, and, And I just asked him like, do you want to receive Jesus today as your personal Lord and Savior? And he said, yes. And I led him wow. in the sinner's prayer. And after so that cool. whole moment, he, he goes, man, I feel like God's sitting you here simply just to speak to me. And I remember him saying that in that moment and being like, you know what, Lord? I'm sorry for associating calling with a job and yeah. with a title. And right. it was for the first time that I felt like I really understood that calling transcends any title that you carry or any job that you have. And the Lord showed me that. And, and after he showed me that, um, yeah, life was just definitely different. And the anxiety yeah. went away and for sure just like gave me this whole new appreciation for the calling that he's placed over my life.
0: Yeah, well thanks that for sharing board. that honestly <laughs> yeah. no it's such a good story yeah. and yeah. as you were talking I, I truly believe that when we're called mm-hmm. every single person regardless if you're listening to this and you're 16 or you're yeah. 60 yeah. you will have a moment in your life where God truly does get to the point of your calling so yeah. many of us including myself have had seasons where I <laughs> thought my calling was a title. Like you said, my calling was, man, I just want to travel and preach or man, my, my calling, my, and what we would, what I would introduce to that is instead of calling, what we would say is identity. And that's a, that's a problem when you're trying to coexist and God's trying to build his kingdom through you. So yes he will he will get it out of you uh whether you like it or not because yeah. regardless he created you so in the at the end of the day he's going to use you yeah. and that's that's what we do we say god use me and yeah. 6 months later 6 months later we're crying back to god saying god i feel used right and he he, <laughs> he is going to use you he is using you and as he's using you he's pruning you and yeah. he's making making kilton the the future husband he's making yes. kilton into be the the future leader yeah and in those discovery seasons i believe make us stronger make us more more filled with faith yes uh, more more grounded and humble because we all yeah. need a, we all need that right now yes um so i one thing that i love asking anyone on our on our podcast is <laughs> is you about your rhythms so we yeah. i've had a, such a different Variety of people on this podcast. We've had entrepreneurs, Mm -hmm. we've had lead pastors, we've had whatever, all of the above, and every single person has some sort of rhythm. Even no (laughs) rhythm is a rhythm. So talk to me, (laughs) (laughs) talk to me a little bit about like, man, what what is what does Kilton's week look like? Like you got a lot of different things going on. You're a a husband. You're yeah. You're a pastor. You're a content creator. You're traveling. Like, how how do you how do you handle and steward all of that?
1: Yeah, I think. Um, for me, the rhythm really goes into knowing what's important for that day. And I think that there's a lot of times again. Yeah. There's times where I tell people all of the things that I'm a part of and they're like, dude, what, that's insane. How in the world do you do all of that? Well, all of it's not in one day. Um, so, Mm -hmm. you know, each day brings a different focus each day brings a different priority. And I think that um, for me, I just know like, okay, my Mondays, these are the three things that I'm focusing on, my Tuesdays, these are the three things that I'm focusing on. And so I think just like prioritizing, put things um, specifically to the day that you're in um, really does help you um, to not feel overwhelmed with so many things. And then also I feel like all of the things that I do, genuinely do bring me so much joy and so mm-hmm. um and so i know that there's people you know maybe working jobs or 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 they're a part of different things that doesn't necessarily bring them fulfillment um and i think that that's a that's another conversation um but i think all of the things that i do genuinely bring me so, so i love mm-hmm. I love talking about the word. I love going into middle schools and high schools and speaking to students about Jesus. Like I love preaching on Sundays. Like I love content creating. Like I love mm-hmm. all of the things that I get to do. And so um, I think when you, when you also begin to see the things that you do or the ways that God uses you um, as a privilege, um, mm-hmm. it just brings this extra layer of um, benefit to, to, to your yeah. life. So yeah.
0: Absolutely, no. I love that. T- tell me, talk to me a little bit more about your content creation. I believe God has given mm-hmm. you uh, a large, a large influence, and mm-hmm. I I know that that comes with big responsibility. Yeah. It comes with great, great stewardship and For sure. boundaries, especially yes. as a married man. Like, talk to me yes. about that, and and what can our listeners learn from you as you went through this journey of being a content creator and honestly, pretty large, large influencer. Like people, people love your content. I love your content. Um, Thank you. Just just deep dive into that.
1: Yeah, for sure. I think um, having talked to people who maybe wanted to get into that world of content creating, Mm -hmm. I think uh, the thing that stops people is the idea that maybe they won't be successful in it. Mm. And, um, I usually tell people it's, and and this transcends, you know, content creating, this is just like something to like live by in life. Um, it's better to be obedient than it is to be successful. Um, Mm. and what I mean by that, if the Lord has put something on your heart, like, I think it's not really up to us to, to, to try to guess and think and, and maneuver and you know okay will this be successful will it get a lot of likes will it get a lot you know um, and I think that the things that the Lord has put on my heart I've just always seen his favor on it um, mm-hmm. and things that like and, and I think that's been like the story of my life like things that I maybe haven't even prayed about specifically they were just desires in my heart and yep. I would just notice as I'm following the Lord, like He answers, He answers those desires that, like, I didn't even speak. I didn't even, like, mm-hmm. I didn't even tell them, you know? Um, and so I think that, like, the success is really a man or woman of God truly following the Lord and prioritizing Him um, in all that they do. The success isn't yep. the likes, it isn't the, the followers it's 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 Mm -hmm. it's you being obedient and and walking through everything that the lord has placed um on your heart and so um and so i think that's just been like that's been like my story with social media i started off in 2020 when a lot of people did um and i started off with tiktok and i didn't even know how tiktok worked i um posted like a funny video and my idea was like i was just going to post videos save them and post them on ig because during quarantine all of my friends were doing that so i was like okay cool Mm -hmm. that's what i'm going to do too and i remember posting a video and i thought tiktok worked the same way as ig so i i like obviously with ig the people who are following you are the people who engage with your content and so i go Mm -hmm. on tiktok and i see likes and comments by random people and i'm like wait what is this how who are these people how do they know me And so, and so I thought it was crazy. And so I was just like, you know, let me, like, I had this funny idea during 2020 of just like all the craziness that the world was going through. And I just had this funny idea and I was like, oh, let me just post it. And I posted it on TikTok and it goes viral a million views. And I was just like, wait, this is crazy. Um, I was just doing this as a joke. And so, um posted some other funny ones they blew up and so I just had a moment of like okay cool I was just like joking around with this but there's right. there's this is a mission field and so I was just like mm-hmm. cool quickly shifted gears to just like talking about Jesus and so I started off um just kind of seeing through that time there was a lot of people spreading the gospel mm-hmm. and there's a lot of people getting saved through a TikTok video and so my thoughts were like okay how can I help people who maybe aren't even a part of a church they have questions and so something that I noticed was people just asking like man I'm a new Christian and I don't know what to listen to and so I was like Mm -hmm. okay cool I saw that a lot on TikTok so I was like let me just post videos with song suggestions I know some dope Christian artists some dope Christian music and so I started doing that that goes viral and um and my platform really grew from that. Um, got to network, meet so many different Christian artists, um, work with so many different Christian organizations and brands. And, um, yeah, it's, it's been a huge blessing, but it was really cool. Just really coming from the standpoint of like, how can I be useful yeah. um, on this app and what are the needs? And so I just mm-hmm. saw a need and I was like, okay, Lord, use me to help this need. And, and he did. Um, and yeah, he, he brought all the success.
0: Dude, I love that so much. And what I love is you said something right at the beginning. You said right in 2020, and you said a lot of people did. Yeah, but the the reality is, in the in the grand scheme of things, there there actually was a good portion of people our age. But then mm-hmm. there was people, most of the time, older who were looking yeah. and saying, "What are you doing?" <laughs> but the reality is, what I love, Kilton, is how mm-hmm. quick, quick you were and other Christians were. To go into spaces yeah. that other creators were doing there, other people were making content other people yeah. were, were going viral so why yeah. shouldn't we why should we not be <laughs> early adopters? I always yes. say that I mean we got we gotta stop being late to the game with yes. con- content anything like business yeah. it doesn't matter we should be early to the game if not yeah. being the ones who are coming up with the ideas so right dude I love that I love that so much and as we wrap up Mm-hmm. I would love for you to talk to the a lot of our demographic, a lot of people who are listening to this are young mm-hmm. leaders. So that yeah. could mean an atheist entrepreneur who found me on Twitter and then on the <laughs> other scheme, uh, a young adult pastor who's saying, yeah. man, I, I just want to learn. Man, w- would you just give that person, the, the mm-hmm. 21-year-old who's young, hungry, yeah. wants to make a difference for God, mm-hmm. man, give them, give them a couple recommendations based on you Uh, having skin in the game, man. Yeah, for
1: sure. Um, I'm going to go back to that conversation of calling and, and I love that you associated it with, um, identity because, um, that we, especially when you're young. We have, we go through a lot of identity crises. Oh, yeah. And and we're just like, who am I? I don't know who (laughs) I am. God, why did you put me on this earth? And I know I went through so many of those. And when I read scripture and it, it comes to calling, what I've realized is the calling over every person's life is not. Their vocation, but the calling over everyone's life is to God. Yeah, it's to Him, and and so I think that it took me a while to realize that that God doesn't call us to a vocation; He calls us to Himself, mm-hmm. and He appoints us to do different things, but He calls us to Himself. And so I think that I had to realize and pause for a second and say, my the calling over my life. The, the, the identity that is within me is simply to just be a child of God. Hmm. And I think when you, bring, when you make it that simple, like there's a weight that just like falls off and you're like, okay, all, all I'm supposed to be in this world is a child of God. Like, I'm not supposed to be this successful this, successful that. Like, all of those things come. And I believe that God appoints us to different things. But the calling over our life, our identity is simply just rooted in being a son or daughter. Mm -hmm. And I think that once I really grabbed a hold of that, um, I no longer chased the title, the position, all of those different things. But there was this contentment that came upon me that all he wants me to, to be is his son. Um and and once you really walk in that, um, everything else just comes. Everything else comes. Um, but I think that you you have to get to that place first, and that and that has yes. to be the main thing. Let's first before we learn how to be entrepreneurs, business mm-hmm. owners, let let's just learn to be sons and daughters.
0: Yeah, Amen. and I
1: think once you get that, everything else will come.
0: Yes, everything else is a byproduct of your yeah. quiet time with Jesus. Yes, At the end yes. of the day. It's the it's the Sunday morning kids ministry sermon that you're talking <laughs> to a, a first grader about. It's still relevant no matter <laughs> what. It's all it, it's all the outcomes that you're praying for all start in the quiet place. Yes. With Jesus. And I would venture to say second priority is how you treat your spouse. All those. Yes. things. Yes. The end of the day, yes. you want you want to you want to you want big influence. you want Yes. All that's going to happen by byproduct of how you steward your relationship with Jesus and your yeah. house if you have one. So, Kilton, thank yeah. you so much, dude, for being on. It's been so much thank fun. Thank you. I thank always, you. Love, I always love chopping it up with you. Yes, you're, you're uh, in Eastern time, correct? Yes. Yeah. So yes. it's like I am basically dinner time for you. I yes. just had my yeah. I just had my lunch. So <laughs> you, you guys, you guys just might have this. pros and cons of your time zone the con the for negative sure. side the negative side is you're watching the heat play at 10 p.m i'm gonna be honest
1: but but it's it's great because we we did all of our responsibilities yes. you know early so i i like you know watching the game later for sure yeah
0: you guys you guys are done with your work and i just got done with my morning workout I'm not kidding
1: yeah. exactly we've clocked You've, off already
0: oh yeah dude you guys are <laughs> yeah you guys are yeah. going to dinner man and we're yeah. we're just getting started so i love it <laughs> thanks again for being on man it's been so much yes. fun i hope that every single person can listen to this yeah. how, how one how can kilton how can they find you how can they contact you
1: yes um tiktok um, Instagram. I'm truly convinced that I'm probably the only Kilton alive in the world. So <laughs> yes, if you probably. just type in Kilton, I should go
0: You'll be up. Guaranteed. <laughs> <Definitely>. <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, yes, everyone go follow him. Go look at his content. Go engage with it. He's incredible. Thanks again.
1: Thank you, brother. Appreciate you.